0: episode of tps expeditions my name is ryan ocean and i'll be your host for today's episode all things life and leadership i hope everyone has an enjoyable weekend of sun and rest because we have a lot more knowledge to drop now that you've hopefully tuned in at least once to partake in our content please feel free to always use the chat box below as well as a link that can be found via the tps senior page to ask any and all questions slash look back at previous episodes Previous episodes showcased by Brandon Oldham from GKFF, Calvin McKinney from TCC, Sable Vasquez from OSUIT, and most recently, Quentin Liggins from TPS. Incredible. Thank you on behalf of TPS and all those getting something beneficial out of these conversations now and into the future. If you are watching and are in need of any resources that you have yet to answer, or we have yet to answer, feel free to navigate to our newest post-secondary readiness webpage that is linked on the senior page to learn more about colleges, careers, and tech schools through tours, links, and more that is now live and chock-full of amazing items to explore. With that being said, we've learned a lot, and there's lots more to go over even still. So I hope today we can continue our journey through the new education scene we see ourselves in during these unprecedented times. However, today we will also take a look beyond and see what we should be doing personally, no matter if we are amidst a pandemic or not. For today's episode, we have Jake Lerner, a founder of Tulsa Changemakers, a leadership initiative within Tulsa County. He'll be helping us better understand leadership, how to step up, and going full circle. some of the commentary over the last month, it was my fault last round. So we'll see if he can join us again on his phone with Instagram Live app. And without further ado, I'm going to try to invite him on, see if he's with us, and we'll go from there. Please be patient, and we'll see if we can get him up. Harry. go. Just waiting for him for one second, and we'll see if he gets on uh, momentarily. Hey, Jake, how are you doing? Hey, that's
1: my outside of my house. Now I got to figure out to the camera around. I think it's on the bottom, uh,
0: yeah. top left. There it I is. Love it. <laughs> How's <laughs> it going, Jake? That's my fault, man. I apologize. He was on his laptop, not his, uh, not his uh, phone for Instagram Live. So my apologies. And shout out to you. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even have problem. <laughs> no worries. Thank no worries. You for, thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thanks for jumping back on. How are you doing? Good. I'm good. Beautiful weather outside. I'm going to see if I could
1: work from out there today, and it's all good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good, man. I appreciate it. Just a little little hiccup, but uh, doing fine now. Doing fine now. I introduced you a little bit, Jake. Do you mind just saying your name again and just a little bit about yourself to kind of give us a context uh, moving forward? Yeah, so uh, my name is Jake Um
1: uh, I moved to Tulsa with Teach for America, originally from Philadelphia. Went to the University of Pennsylvania, uh, taught for a few years, um, and I I'm the program director and co-founder of a program called Tulsa Changemakers, which does after-school programming at 17 elementary, middle, and high schools, uh, at TPS union, and affiliated charter schools. Uh, we also support with the Tulsa Public Schools superintendent, student cabinet, and um, also do some training and consulting around the city for nonprofits that are interested in expanding youth voice and youth participatory action. So we're all about helping young people and people in general make positive impact in their community. That's
0: awesome. man. you know, you're in a little bit of every bucket. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you again for uh, joining us. And I know that it looks like a little mishaps. We've had it every week. So I'm glad we can continue the, the situation going. Uh, so for the next 15 or 20, just for you, Jake, uh, and those listening, we're just going to have a, a brief conversation about some of the conversations we had over the past month and some of the questions we discussed yesterday. So forefront of my mind, we jumped off our call yesterday. And I know I started talking to Quentin Liggins last week about values Uh, And I know you're in a leadership role and like you're kind of teaching kids how to become leaders. I'm curious. So can you speak to values like in the lens of leadership? Like, what does that look like? Would you consider leadership to be a value itself? Like, what do you think in your mind, uh, in your opinion, what that looks like?
1: Um, I think values are integral to leadership. Um, So there's an activity that we do not always as part of the after school program, but there's another activity that we do in some of our trainings where we ask, uh, young people to identify the value that they have. And for me, the most interesting part of that, it's not super hard to go on a list and choose any value that you like, but what's really hard is when values come in competition for each other, with each other. So, you know, do you value truth uh, or honesty? And some, most of the time, those are, those can be the same thing, but there might be times in your life where uh, they come into conflict and you need to make a difficult decision. Um, the coronavirus um, has presented uh, very significant leadership challenges and significant conflicts of sure. values. You know, it's uh, public safety, the economy, um, being sensible but not being super risk-averse maybe or being ultra careful or all of those things um, battle against each other. So we we faced that at Tulsa Changemakers. We have to make a very difficult decision to cancel our pitch night, which is our event where we invite hundreds of community members, families, and students together to hear the amazing work the students do it's my favorite part we do it uh well now that we're bigger we do it twice a semester so we do four pitch nights a year and we had to cancel both of our spring ones um and that was the the, the value we have a ton of value in pitch night uh, we want to spotlight the amazing work that young people are doing we think that uh public speaking opportunities as a at a young age can help to inform leadership capacity well beyond um so those are all things we want but at the same time uh, we had a responsibility to our community um to make sure that we were making a safe and responsible decision. And ultimately those values won out similar to, uh um, JT Bynum is facing, uh, those difficult decisions. Also, um, you know, what as the executive of, this, of the city, what is he, uh, what is he suggesting? What are things that he has flexibility on? What are things that doesn't, what's the relationship between Tulsa and the state of Oklahoma and the surrounding County? Um, so I thought it was great uh, when you told me that last week you talked about values in the context of college and career readiness um, because with, depending on the careers we enter, uh, we're going to be faced with a lot of conflicts of value. And I think it's important during times like this where you can be a little more introspective, but really at all times, to reflect on what your values are. And um, that doesn't mean that you can never change. It doesn't mean that the, the specific thing you thought when you were 10 years old needs to be the thing that you think. Uh, for the rest of your life, but I think it's important to consistently reflect so you're not uh, swaying in the wind as circumstances change and there's some consistency there because ultimately um, you're going to be the person that you're going to need to answer to. Uh, and you don't want to look back and feel like you've lost sight of, of your values.
0: The yeah, I mean, it, it grounds you, right? It's a very specific situation you kind of have to weigh and balance in um, regards to your everyday situation, right? You have, you have Mayor Biden, who's a very big figure and executive individual within. Our city, but again, like right, you have the governors, you have legislature, you have Senate, all these people, but then it goes down even farther. It's just like, well, yourself, right? You kind of have to weigh those those imperfect possibilities within your mind. It's like, should I do this or should I do this? And like, what are the things that are kind of driving forces? So that's tough. Yeah. Choosing between two imperfect possibilities almost, which is not fun as we, as we all know. So good luck to everyone out there. Right? <laughs> choose, choose the best thing you can do, but it might not always be the best for everyone kind of work forward with that yeah that, that's that's fascinating just like looking you through that and just introspectively seeing like what we've decided over the last month the last year the last 10 uh to kind of guide us moving forward even so interesting so can we all be like so you were talking about leaders at Tulsa change like can we all be leaders during this specific time is, there, is leadership a specific thing you have to like just do this or can you do just like little things it's always a big thing like how do you become a leader in today's time, or just whenever, is there like a specific checklist you have to do, or just like, okay, I'm a leader today? Um, we are leaders, no matter if we
1: like it or not. Um, <laughs> and the Small actions that we do every day, uh, people will be taking their cues from us, uh, working contributing to the energy of any situation that we're in. So I think it's important to be mindful that really every action is a leadership action. Um, there's a there's a talk that we sometimes use in our programming by Drew Dudley. Uh, he's um, Uh, He was a speaker out of TEDx Toronto, and he was talking about something called lollipop moments. He has a story about him being a goofy, I believe it was senior in college, Uh, he was passing out lollipops for a fundraiser and telling jokes, getting people laughing, something small like making someone laugh. Uh, Eventually, he had a student come to him four years later that was now the freshman at the time, a senior, uh, when they were speaking, he he had gotten a job at the university, he was she told him that, that laugh, that laugh that I had in line registering for classes, um, was the difference between me dropping out of college and staying in college. Um, and we and we don't realize those impacts that we have on people, uh, always uh, in the movement. There's people in our lives um, that I'm sure we can think about that made big impacts on us. And uh, when I saw that, I was I reflected on, well, have I told those people? So we actually just we actually just posted that lollipop video content on. TulsaChangeMakers.org, and we and we tagged it with the challenge the challenge is uh, call three people and let them know during this time while you're at home uh, and let them know the impact that they've had on you. Um, but beyond uh, beyond those kind of incremental things, there's also a lot of big things happening in the world of change making right now, um, particularly around COVID-19. So we have uh, some interesting. I mean, the, the common example, and we've talked about. Every age of change maker, the, the number one thing to do—you have a responsibility to your community. Uh, make sure you're committing to social distancing. You know, we all want to have—we all want to uh, be our friends again and, and be in those those big groups that we like to be in. But it's important to maintain that. That's a personal leadership challenge um, and understanding the seriousness of that. Um, there's also some really extraordinary things happening. Um, there was a shortage. Of, there is a shortage of things like face masks and, uh, protective gear for medical professionals and, and everyday citizens. And, um, there's organizations that have committed to making more and they're looking for volunteers. So there's, that's an interesting, that's a, just kind of an interesting opportunity. Um, but then there's also things that are happening online, spreading positive energy, uh, keeping people engaged, um, also looking out for your loved ones. This is a time of a lot of change. And we, we spoke with, uh, a mental health counselor at Youth Services of Tulsa, one of our uh, virtual calls with a few of the changemakers. And uh, what she was mentioning was that um, with change can come unique mental health challenges and understanding for yourself and being uh, empathic and, and uh, taking care of yourself and then also looking to your loved ones and making sure that you're checking in regularly and,
0: and giving them the love and attention that they need. So there's lots of things is What you're saying. <laughs> so very, they're very small things. I just, I always like to look at it in the lens of the facts, right? No matter if we're 10, 15, 18, 25, 85, it's right even giving that little thing like that lollipop or opening a door or like saying hello, like, right? We have lots of people in Tulsa and beyond that are just like lonely during this time even and going outside is this monumental thing. And if we're socially distant and just giving them like the time of day and just having a very brief word, Uh, a shout out, maybe a a compliment Uh, that, I mean, that is being a leader, you're leading by example and doing something that's positive uh, during this time now and into the future, no matter what. And just, I don't know, I feel like, I think it makes you feel good personally and then it probably makes other person feel good as well. So yeah, the gauntlet's dropped. I feel like everyone has to go out and like at least say three nice things to someone so we can kind (laughs) of rally behind Tulsa and make it a better place no matter what. That's awesome. The very concrete examples. I love when we can actually physically take one and kind of, run off with it and physically do it. So thank you for those those options going forward. So what you're saying is like, we can enact change no matter what, right, Jake? Like small, big, large, it's just like, we can do it, we just go out there and physically do it and put our foot one, one foot in front of the other, right? Yeah, I mean, I think okay. that we have,
1: I mean, we have amazing resources for ideas. We can look at organizations that are like-minded. I don't think that there's really any excuse to not act on your values. Uh, if there's something that you find meaningful and important, uh, push yourself to find those answers and get that done. Um, I'm reading, uh, currently I'm part of a a book club. I'm trying to keep myself busy and productive. And, uh, we're reading I have the light of freedom, um, by, and it's, um, talking about some civil rights leaders. And, And one of the terms that Ella Baker uses is spade work, doing the work. Um, and, uh, I think that we can all have, uh, and so I think that if we reflect on our values, I think we can all identify places where we can just do a little bit more. And ultimately, an investment in change-making, an investment in making your world a better place comes back to you times 10. Um, and uh, that's what I love about it so much. It's not a resource that uh, runs out. It's, it's like a fire. You can share your fire and still have it for yourself. And like I think um, getting young people excited about that, but really everybody in our community excited about doing what's necessary. And some of it is the unglamorous stuff, like staying at home, when that's the most important thing for our vulnerable populations,
0: uh, it could be as simple as that. Just so the karma piece, right? The staying at home, it doesn't seem big or glamorous, as you said, but it's a, a, net, a necessity in today's time, and that moves forward. Uh, and it changes with the day or the month, but it's always those little things that can kind of prop people up and move forward as well. So it kind of leads me to the next question. So like, this, that was kind of framed... In regards to coronavirus, but not, is there different things? Like, how can we help, again, better ourselves? You said lollipop moments. I mean, we can do those things now. Can we also do those things a month from now, a year from now? Like, does it change at all? or Are those things still pretty prevalent and necessary just as a nation, as a, a city? Or do they change depending upon how the times change?
1: It's a good question. I think that it's important to keep perspective uh, that this, this moment is unprecedented, and uh, there are unique challenges that come up with it but uh, being called on to be a leader is something that's going to be happening all of our lives uh, when the pandemic is behind us and certainly when it was before us um, things like taking your daily choices seriously um, I think in the context of college and career um, making career choices that are aligned to your values and feeling and don't not feeling cognitively dissonant not feeling like uh, you're doing things that you don't believe in um, and then the choices you make in college there's a, I mean the I think one thing I was shocked by when I when I went to college, I found of freedom there is. Um, and if you don't have a firm grounding in your values and who are your purpose, it's easy enough to get swept away. So I think surrounding yourself with good people is something that's always a necessity during times of hardship and during times of transition and stability. Surrounding yourself with good people um, and doing and making sure you're
0: doing that internal work on your values. Yeah, absolutely. Especially just like right now, right? I feel like the biggest thing people overlook, um, no matter who you are, is that there's problems currently happening, right, outside of coronavirus, COVID-19. And that kind of gets lost on people, right? I know I have personal friends that have gone through sickness, and I'm sure tons of our viewers and students are going through hard times themselves, regardless of this pandemic. And it's keeping that in the back of mind. It's like, right, everyday occurrences are still going to happen no matter where we are, what we're in, and just making sure we have kind of Hold that in the forefront, like right, people are still hungry, people are still don't have a house or a roof over their head, people are still struggling to, as you said, keep their, their mindsets positive and all these other things, and making sure that we're helping everyone no matter if it's COVID or not. Like there's necessary things you need to do uh, each and every day, no matter what. So, just same as that. another, we, we have a lot of change makers that are really passionate
1: about climate change. Uh, so, we, we got on with a climate change advocate the other day, and it just, um, yeah. These things never stop. And the things that we care about, uh, you don't want to suppress those parts of yourself uh, during times like this. You want to make sure um, to keep them in the forefront of your mind. It's something that you cared about before COVID-19 and something that you should care about during and
0: after. Yeah. So kind of like make sure you're reflecting daily. Quentin made the, the thought of like putting pen to paper last week and actually putting down those values. But then writing, adding, adding leadership on there and how do you get there? What can you do? So let's to a side comment. It's like these are the five things I'm going to do today to lead by example and make myself better, but hopefully everyone else around me better as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know we kind of started off in a very uh, odd situation, Jake. Um, I want to kind of leave it to you. Is there anything else like advice, wisdom, just thoughts that I kind of missed uh, regarding leadership or could be about college or anything that you kind of want to touch on uh, before we leave in the next couple of minutes? Um, (laughs) well, I think, um, well, I don't
1: know. I was thinking when I was thinking, okay, it's a college and career call. So I don't want to only talk about, uh, change-making and things like that. I mean, that's really what I want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. That's a big piece of college and career. I think one thing, one reflection I had was just the opportunity. Uh, I know there's a lot of students that have given positive and a lot of students that have given negative feedback on uh, the online learning that that we have transitioned to. And um, I think one opportunity that I really like about it, not that I think it's the end-all, be-all, but there is parts of that experience that that mod that model certain parts of the college experience. I mean, there's the there's the example of having an actual online class, which I had in undergrad uh, and grad school. But <laughs> even classes that aren't online, I mean, there's especially as a freshman, uh, like uh, uh, when I was in microeconomics. That's a that's a big lecture, and a lot of time the learning feels like it's on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, so one piece of advice I have is that even when learning feels like it's on its own, like virtual learning right now, or when you're in some of those big lectures in college, um, the advice I have is. Take that extra step. One of the hardest things sometimes for a leader to do is admit when they need help, or to go out and ask for help. So things like office hours, uh, finding your peers that get it, and like setting that time aside to ask and practice, learn those things. That learning, even if it's presented a certain way, and you're not sitting in a classroom with with twenty five to twenty to thirty students, um, learning never has to be alone. Um, there there are resources, and that there are people, even on college campuses, that are there to support you in that learning. So I think that's, that's like the college and career advice that I was thinking about rel- relative to the current moment, relative to the current moment, is that <laughs> use this time, use this virtual learning opportunity uh, to practice uh, that, that muscle of reaching out
0: for help when it's not obvious that the learning could be collaborative because it can be. Yeah, absolutely. And that network, no, wow, I can't talk now after your relevant question. Uh, you yeah, have that network of connections. Sable kind of touched on as a first generation going college student. It's like making sure you have those people in place that you can reach out to. I know personally, right, I jumped into my first freshman year and yeah, I had a history course. I have no idea what it was called, but there was like two, 300 people in that lecture hall. And the only thing that really got me through was a roommate on my floor in my residency happened to be in that class. And we'd study together, practice together, right, and make sure that we kept ourselves on the same page to make sure we turn in those essays, turn in those notes, turn in those whatever homework we had that day-to-day. I kind of kept you grounded because, yeah, I mean, a professor might not know you're there and you might not know you're there sometimes because it's just like this huge swath of people and you kind of get lost amidst that. So, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> but yeah, very cool. Very cool. Well, I appreciate you grounding us in the college and career. I kind of got sidetracked there as well. I was I was excited about change making and leadership and how that kind of plays into everything. So cool man cool is there anything else you want to say about just changemakers specifically kind of moving forward any activities that we can do or any items that we should be looking
1: at so over on? the next uh, next three weeks we're going to be on, uh so over the next three weeks we're going to be launching a lot of virtual content that's on tulsa changemakers.org as well as our facebook page uh, and this instagram uh tulsa changemakers uh-huh. and not tbs the <laughs> the one that i'm on uh, uh, but so uh Look out for that. And that's not just for those aren't exclusive to Changemaker things, things like the lollipop uh, challenge that we posted, um, things like we're going to be launching a Tulsa Changemaker podcast to start highlighting some of what the students have done and what they're thinking about now and some of their thoughts on the current moment. Um, so all those things are going to be available. And again, that's TulsaChangemakers.org and at the Tulsa Changemakers
0: Instagram and Facebook pages. Okay. well thank you thank you for this a little bit more informal session i know we kind of get all over the place i'm getting calls and it's crazy and stuff like that at the same time i'm like oh my goodness so i appreciate you thank you so much i'm gonna kick you off in a second year but i just want to say thank you on behalf of tps and the tulsa county uh, for doing all this awesome stuff you're doing even amidst this crazy remote virtual alteration we have in education so thank you so much and i appreciate you man well thank you i really appreciate uh, being invited and, and sharing what i could Yeah, I'm I'm sure we'll get you back on in a more structured situation as well. and We'll all be be with you uh, later down the road next year as well. So thank you, thank you. I'm going to kick you off, Jake. uh, For the rest of us, just stay out for one more minute. Thanks, man. (laughs) Bye. Hello, all. Thank you for bearing with us. I know we kind of lost people, gained people, and kind of went through. I apologize. I'm getting phone calls at the same time, so it's kind of very confusing. But alas, so since last week, we've now accomplished five episodes of TPS Expeditions, which is super exciting, and I know it's been kind of different for each episode and some things are kind of overlapping uh over the next couple of weeks that we have some very exciting new people though some professors we have some financial aid officers and people that are going to kind of lead us in a new conversation revolving around even music in the lens of education as well so again please either follow the link that can be seen on our senior page or access it via the newsletter you get right before this live stream and just at least add one question it's one question this is all i ask and I can't stress enough that this is for you. We need, we want, we crave your questions and or concerns. So please tell us anything, anything at all. For next week, uh, tune, or for this week, tune back in our Instagram live stream at Tulsa Public Schools this upcoming Thursday, April 30th at 10 a.m. to hear from Tristan Black from OU. Speaking at all things college. So thank you for bearing with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and again, thanks for listening and stay safe. See you guys.